Welcome, everybody. It's time for another episode of Asher Sales Sense, brought to you by Asher Strategies, the only global sales training company that integrates leading sales methodologies and the latest neuroscience studies into a simple and repeatable, that's the key, simple and repeatable 10-step process for sales success. Welcome to Asher Sales Sense. This podcast is a nine-minute extract from John Asher's longer program, How Neuroscience Disrupts the Standard Sales Process. The host is David Potts, and the commentator is John Asher. Enjoy. Paul is our announcer for Asher Sales Sense, and I'm Dave Potts in the Asher Strategy Studio in Washington, D.C. Our host today is John Asher, CEO and founder of Asher Strategies, and the title of the show is How Neuroscience Disrupts the Standard Sales Process. Hey, Dave. Great to be with you on the show, as always. You've been in the sales arena for 40 years. What's been your experience with it? you got to have your sales hat on uh, all the time. And I, I know you know this, Dave. We're all in sales, essentially, all the time. We're selling ourselves. We're selling our ideas. We're selling to the boss. The boss is selling to us. We're selling to the bank to get more capital. The banks are selling to us to get our business. We're essentially all in sales. I know you know. Now, here's some of the disruption that's happened. Most of us that have been around sales forever, like you and me, have known that sales has always been about a process and there's always been what's called the art of the sale. And the process essentially means if you're a sales manager or a CEO and you've got five salespeople and you have a sales process and you know all your salespeople are following that process, you can sleep easily at night. There's also then what's called the art of the sale. And that is all of us have different personality styles and how we accomplish each step could be different. But as long as we accomplish the step, then we're fine. So now with all these new neuroscience studies, we actually know the science behind sales as well. So now we've got the process, the art of the sale, and the science behind it. And in many cases, this new understanding from this worldwide forum of neuroscientists studying decision-making and other aspects of neuroscience that relate to sales totally disrupts what we thought was the right thing to do. There's really three main ways. The first way is, as an engineer, I'm guilty of this. It's all about the logic. Does it make sense? And that sort of thing. We now know from the studies of the brain that there's really three main parts of the brain. Reptilian brain, you know, 500 million years ago that it started with the early fish. Um, the mammalian brain, when the dinosaurs are wiped out and some of the small animals went into the sea. And then about uh, maybe two million years ago, the hominid brain with the early primates that kept, as you know, have morphed into to humans. And to simplify it, the reptilian brain's all about, we've got to be focused on ourselves. Mammalian brain's all about emotion, excitement, engagement, and the hominid brain's all about the logic. If you lump those two much older brains, um, the uh, mammalian and the reptilian brain together, you can kind of call them the ancient brain. Uh, hominoid brain is the, uh, the rational brain and or the new brain. We now know from all this neuroscience studies that about 97% of our decisions come from the ancient brain and very few are driven by the, by the rational brain. There's a number of activators, that is ways to stimulate the other person's ancient brain. And it doesn't matter what you're selling, you know, trying to get them to join your company, trying to up and cross sell to them as a current customer, trying to sell to them as a new prospect. It's all essentially the same. One of them would be one of the main ones, and this really comes from the reptilian brain, and that is we are all kind of focused on ourselves. 
you could call it me, me, me focused. That is, for species to survive, we got to be mainly worried about our own safety, our own success, our own happiness. When you really understand that, you can apply that easily to sales. An example would be just some Harvard data. Right now, there's about 25 million salespeople in our country selling business to business or business to government or business to wealthy individuals, all kind of the same sale. And 5 million are known as pretty much elite, 20 million not so hot, typical Pareto principle, you know, 80-20 rule. An average salesperson gives a presentation. Here's the architecture of their presentation. Here is uh, the vision of our company. Here's a picture of our new facility. Here is a list of our seven integrated cybersecurity solutions. Next slide. Let's start with the details of cybersecurity solution number one. What do you think? Would the buyer's old brain be awake yet? Uh, no. No. So when you watch the elite salespeople give a presentation, it's totally different. It's upside down. They're, the title of their first slide will always be, here is our understanding of your needs. The latest neuroscience studies on this, where you're actually putting people in a chair with a big MRI machine on their head, helmet with an MRI machine built in, so you can really tell when the, the hormonal circuits are energized, the dopamine circuit, serotonin circuit, oxytocin circuit, etc. So you can really see people's reactions. So now you got the science behind what works and what doesn't. In 95% of the cases, if you can get the buyer to talk about their needs first, in 95% of the cases, that causes a big conversation. And once that conversation is over, well, how many slides in our slide deck of 21 slides do we have to show? Only, only a few. So that's just one example of, if you really understand which part of the brain you're mainly selling to, it changes how you would give a presentation. Always start with your understanding of the, of the customer needs. That implies that you got to be a great preparer as a salesperson, a great researcher. You got to have an inside coach. Another beautiful example of this is most of us know rapport building is important, but now with these neuroscience studies, we realize it's a lot more important than we actually than we actually thought. So imagine a person sitting in a chair, big helmet, MRI machine built in. At nine o'clock, you get them to talk about the best dining experience they ever had. Come back at 10 o'clock, talk about falling in love, romance. 11 o'clock, come back and get them to talk about what if they had a lot more money, what would they do with it? And then noon, come back and get them to talk about their passion, their interests, what really excites them about their life. In which case, Dave, do you think the only case are all three of those positive hormones released essentially simultaneously? It ain't money, it ain't food, and it ain't romance. It's all about the passion. So the practical application of that then is research people before you go to see them. doesn't matter whether it's a new strategic partner, a new key employee that you're trying to recruit to the company. Upselling, cross-selling to a current customer, selling to a prospect, do thorough research on them so that you can get them to talk about their passion to start. Then you get this ancient brain to ancient brain total connection. And probably the best tool to use to do that right now would be the sales navigator level on LinkedIn. If you've got the sales navigator level, a must tool for all hunter salespeople, pull up their profile on the sales navigator level and their personality style shows up. And so it really tells you how to modify your approach to them because you know which of the four styles they are, you know which one you are, 
you know what you'd like to do, but in three out of four cases, it's not what you should do. <laughs> so That's really interesting. We are understanding more of the technology of the brain, and we also have access to technology tools. As I said, the thing that really is so interesting to me and so powerful is we've all known about the art of the sale, the process for sales, but now we have the science behind it as well. So our understanding of what works and what doesn't has really just been kind of transformed and disrupted in many cases. If you want to get a hold of us, go to the website, astrostrategies.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you, John, for giving us some great insights into how we can disrupt the standard sales process and get a few steps ahead of our competition. John Asher himself reminds us to please, please get out there and sell something. Paul, take it away. You've been listening to another episode of Asher Sales Sense right here on Asher Strategies Radio. 